Welcome to the Niche Enrollment Insights Podcast. I'm Will Patch, Enrollment Marketing Leader here at Niche, and this episode will be a bit different, but I hope just as valuable. To celebrate one year of podcasting, this week I'll bring some of our most popular Enrollment Insights webinars to you in podcast form. I've trimmed up the opening a bit, but otherwise all the content is there. You can find the slides and additional resources in the show notes, linked in the podcast description, or at niche.bz podcast. So let's talk a little bit about TikTok usage. Uh, so we've got a survey coming out. Uh, we do an annual niche survey of our seniors. Uh, and we got just shy of 19,000 responses this year. The full white paper is going to come out next month. But one of the things we ask every year is about their social media habits. So where are they using uh, different channels and apps? How often are they using them? And so this is the first year that we had TikTok included in that. The surprising thing is that even though TikTok is still pretty new, it's already surpassed um, many very established platforms and apps. We had 60% of students report that they use TikTok, which was the fourth highest, uh, and 39% of them use it daily, uh, with many of those using it multiple times a day. So who are these users? Uh, it's about two-thirds of female students reported that they used it. Uh, 47% of male students and 54% of those who reported they were gender non-binary. So it's got pretty heavily usage. As we see with some of the other channels though, uh, male students just tend to use social media less. So this can give you an idea of who's going to be on there. Uh, a little bit of a surprise, it's more heavily used in rural areas and is least used in the suburbs. You know, that was not quite what was expected. Um, Social media overall, though, we are seeing being used more in rural areas. So that could speak more to this need to connect, um, that they have a tool to get them to get them access to their friends when they're not just down the street. I was surprised to see that there were some pretty heavy swings in usage by race and ethnicity. Uh, we saw there was most used by students who identified as Native Hawaiian or Pacific Islanders. So 73% said that they use TikTok. Uh, and within that, within that group, the highest usage was among Fijian students at 87%. And we had the lowest usage by students who identified as being Asian at 52%. Uh, that was the very lowest were among Burmese students at 32%. You can see a pretty wide swing here. Uh, that, that doesn't quite hold true with all no networks, uh, but with TikTok, it definitely does. So now for the thing you actually came here for, we've got five tips here from Chelsea. Uh, she'll, I'll let her kind of give that introduction and she'll come in with, with, her, with her tips. Thanks, Will. Hi, everyone. Um, I, my name is Chelsea Chen, and as Will said, I'm social media coordinator at Niche. Um, I started back in December 2019, and um, I had no idea what TikTok even really was. I knew of it, I had never opened the app. I downloaded it when I started work and I was honestly pretty pretty terrified of the app itself. Um, I knew that it was the thing for, for young people. It makes me sound old, <laughs> um, but I knew my sister was obsessed with it. I knew it was a thing, but I had no idea how to get started. And especially for a business, it just seemed like everyone was doing dances and posting funny content, but I had no idea how to break into the TikTok world for niche. So it's it's still a work in progress and we're um, we're still experimenting now. I only just started posting content consistently to TikTok in the beginning of July, but since then we've um, gotten to following of over 13.5 thousand followers and we have now accumulated over 200,000 likes on our platform on TikTok and so I'm really excited to share with you a couple tips that have worked for us and um, yeah, I'll just get started. So I have a little bit of a janky presentation. I do apologize for that. So pardon my flashcards, but here's the first one. Be consistent. This is pretty obvious for all social media platforms. I feel like you hear that across the board with Instagram, which is anything. And that makes sense because obviously your audience wants to see you post things consistently. And um, for us, we post about once or twice a day. Um, with TikTok, it's actually interesting. You could probably post more than that a day and not necessarily like overwhelm your users or your followers. 
just because of the way that the algorithm works. Um, like with Instagram, you really shouldn't be posting more than once or twice a day, but TikTok, it's kind of, you just experiment and see what works best for you. So I'd recommend um, if you haven't already switching to the business account to see your analytics uh, and just figure out the best times for you to post and then um, stick with the schedule. And for us, it's usually in the evening. So I post around 8 p.m. Sometimes I like two nights ago, I posted around 10 p.m. and that did really well for us. So just play around with a couple of things, but consistency is key. So um, I'd also recommend posting um, across your other channels. So every time I post a TikTok, on Niche's profile, I also repost it onto our Instagram stories, and then I will sometimes also repost our TikTok videos onto our Instagram feed. I also have a highlight saved for Instagram um, stories that's called TikTok, so people can reference our TikToks again. Um, and the videos that we do repost on our Instagram feed tend to do really, really well. They have gotten hundreds of saves and tons of shares and it it shows that the content we were posting at least on TikTok is also relevant on Instagram and people are finding the information useful so it's always a good sign um, and then with that you know we we want to we have a pretty decent following on Instagram but we also are trying to increase our engagement and following on TikTok so um, we've tried to do things like giveaways across both platforms where we ask our users to follow both our TikTok account and our Instagram account um, to win something like a, an iPad or we're going to do a MacBook soon. I mean, it doesn't have to be a big prize, but just getting people engaged and aware that you are on TikTok, that you are on Instagram as well and trying to promote both platforms in that way. Um, we have seen success with that and just getting users on, on all your social media profiles. Um, so that that would be first tip, be consistent. Um, and a couple, this is kind of off the cuff, but a couple of um, of college accounts that I've seen that have done TikTok really, really well. I think the best account um, is LSU. They kill it. They're absolutely on fire with their TikTok. They have over 400,000 followers. Their content is super engaging. They get tons of views. Um, I actually spent just like an hour going through their TikTok. It was so good. Um, they do a really nice job of engaging their users and using relevant trends to showcase uh, what they're what they're good at. So they have stuff about um, like hidden gems on campus or doing asking students to mask up on campus in like an engaging and fun way and stuff like that that people actually really like watching. So that's really cool to see that. Um, RIT also has a really good account. So does University of Florida and Indiana University Bloomington. All really good accounts. I definitely recommend checking them out. Um, and that's honestly kind of how I even started to post more consistently, just basing what we do a little bit off of what other people are doing well. So that's kind of how every social media thing is, though. Like, you look at what someone else is doing. It works for them. Okay, I'm going to try that. So those are just four schools that I recommend definitely looking at. But all right. That one's done. Engage, that's the second point. This is also a very common tip for <laughs> a lot of social media platforms. So engaging on TikTok, um, this this means replying to comments. Um, if, you, if you make a video that tends to get, that does get a ton of comments, this will be a very time consuming task for you. But I honestly think that it's worth it because it shows your followers that you're engaged and you're listening to them. And there's also a chance for you to kind of like spice it up um, be a little funny in your replies or sassy. I can get sassy sometimes, but um, I think the students kind of like that just because it's not like, don't don't be mean or negative, but just like, you know, have fun with it and show that you have a personality and you're not just like, uh, you know, somebody who posted something and then like dips. So I uh, definitely recommend engaging with your with your followers as much as you can. Ask them what they want to even hear from you or ask them for ideas. I've done that and that's how I base a lot of content um, off of and interact with interact with them, interact with other accounts, um, post comments on other TikTok users' videos that you enjoy or that are similar to yours. So things like education related, um, just 
just keep putting yourself out there and people will notice that and then tend to tend to remember your name and follow you. So just being consistent um, and engaging as much as you can. And obviously that translates to um, Instagram as well because with the TikTok app, so you can choose to have everyone able to DM you, but I, I don't recommend that. I just have friends, so people you follow who also follow you that are able to direct message you. But if someone does find you on TikTok and then goes over to your Instagram, and messages you that way. That's I definitely recommend sticking on top, staying on top of your direct messages. So, um, my third point is posting quality content. Um, this is probably obvious, but there's it just I don't know. It, I've seen some videos that just get posted, and it seems that it could have been it could have it could have gone viral if just a couple things happened. So some things are. Good lighting. Good lighting is everything. If I see a video that has like really blurry images and just terrible lighting, I'm like, scroll. I don't want to see it. It's just not engaging already. Even if it could be, it's just not. It didn't capture my attention because I couldn't even see the thing. Um, so make sure your videos are crisp. They're all in good lighting um, and they're actually relevant and useful. And you have to ask yourself, like, why? Why would someone care about what I'm posting? Why would someone share it? Why would someone engage with it? Um, you don't want to post just for the sake of posting and it's really it's really easy to get to get trapped in that but just remember always your why um, and why people would want to even watch what you're posting so um, videos don't necessarily have to be produced or anything which is the beauty of TikTok like you can honestly I make these in my living room and I don't like it's I just use natural lighting I did get a ring light <laughs> um, but I just I recommend you know, paying attention to what other people are posting and kind of making sure that your videos look good as well. So, um, yeah, whether it's relevant information, like here's some important updates about going back to campus or here's some fun facts you didn't know about X college or um, obviously, honestly, anything just entertaining. Um, US Open actually has a really good TikTok account. And it's funny because it's like not, I, I don't think that Gen Z necessarily like loves tennis, but they love this TikTok account and it's garnered over 200,000 followers in the past two months. And just because they're so good at posting entertaining content and they, yeah, if you have not seen that account, you need to. Um, and then, yeah, you could also use this as, I know colleges can use this as a recruitment tool for sure. I mean, there's, I think, 800 million users on TikTok worldwide and probably, let's say, 40 million in the U.S. I could be wrong. I need to check. But 40% of those users are between the ages 16 to 24, and then 17% are 13 to 17, so or 27%. So every, all, yeah, not everyone, but so many, so many people who colleges are trying to target are on TikTok, and it's such an opportunity for colleges to engage um, with with these people and just get your name out there. So yeah, um, other ideas for posting quality content could be anything from showing off your campus to highlighting student stories or um, facts about the school, move-in day, graduation day. Um, I've seen just so many, so many cool things that colleges are doing. Um, and that kind of leads into the next thing, which is, you want to jump on trends. Um, I definitely recommend jumping on the bandwagon whenever you can. It's a good way to just take a trend and make it your own. And what I mean by trends, there's things like trending audio that are really just, like it could be uh, a dance, like it could be a song and then you could dance to it. Kind of like, that's that's what I do for our TikTok account. Um, there's songs that, like Coldplay's Paradise song, that was a huge trend, basically, um, how do I even explain this? It's like a student or someone texting on their phone and they're like nervous and then it flashes forward to them like having the time of their lives. Like that's perfect for a college setting because it's like, oh, I'm so nervous to go to school, but then boom, like the song plays and it's like so many happy feelings. So trends like that, that you can really make your own. Um, certain trends, like I'm sure you've seen the wipe it down trend or the, the pose trend um, that go along with certain 
audio clips, stuff like that, that you just want to stay on top of. I spend a lot of time on TikTok. I spend a lot of time on social media, which you, if you're in the social media world or a content creator, like, you know, you have to do that as part of your job because that's the only way that you can really stay on top of trends and just see what other people are posting and gain inspiration that way. So, um, it, it's kind of funny to say like, Hey, you should be watching, you should be on TikTok like X amount of hours a day or something just to like learn. But that really is honestly such a huge thing for me where I feel like I learn a lot just by being on the app and understanding what is trending, what people actually want to want to know or what they're talking about. So, um, but yeah, stuff like that. And then the last thing I have is collaborate. So you want to work with actual students. This is what we do. And we've had a lot of success with it. Um, we have an ambassador program that I either seek students out with organically just on social media, or I receive applications through our online um, application, but just working with these students, seeing what they actually want to talk about, having them contribute ideas, um, just keeping our feed looking diverse and having different student voices and having them contribute things in their own way, I think has been really fun for us. And also just, I think it's important to showcase uh, the best parts about, you know, education in school, which is the actual, actual people. And it's really, it's been really fun to, to collaborate with that. And you can also collaborate with like other larger influencers, if you will. Um, we've not tried anything like that quite yet, but it's something that we're open to. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I can answer any questions that you have. Sorry, I kind of blew through that. <laughs> that was perfect. Yes, we have quite a few questions coming in. Uh, just okay. a reminder, you can, in the, in the question box, you can put those in. Uh, the first one here, a lot of our content, a lot of TikTok content in general has a lot of dancing. You know, we use it to you have the, the music, you have all that, and you have the content overlaid in text. So what's something you can do if you can't dance? That's a great question. So um, there is the option to upload videos that you already have on your camera roll and also photos. So um, say that you took like a video just like panning across your campus or um, like a video of a student just talking into the camera or something like that, you can pick and choose which clips that you want from your camera roll itself and then just drop those into the app and then put music on top or you know split it up however you want um some students have that we've worked with have done stuff just through like i don't even know the program adobe premiere something i don't even know video uh programs that well but something like that where they literally just put text there and then like it swipes up or it and that's the beauty of TikTok. You can really get as creative with it as you want. It is, I think, just more engaging for people to see a person. And that's why I think that the dancing does work for us because they see like a real person and then also um, relevant content on top of it. But there's there's plenty of accounts that are really, really popular that don't necessarily do dancing at all. You could literally just talk into your phone and that could do really well. So just yeah we're still trying a bunch of different things as well so yeah because I'm not the best dancer I don't know <laughs> <laughs> so we actually have several that are kind of in the in the same realm here so I'll kind of combine a couple ideas so you know a lot of times in, in higher ed you know you have people trying to do this as part of their role so what what do you do to kind of get started get the buy-in and then when you have limited time, how do you get this going? Okay, so if this, if you don't have like one person dedicated to TikTok, right? Yeah, that, so you have a part, one person, part of their role is to manage all social media. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's the norm, unfortunately. <laughs> I know, I mean, that's literally what I do now. That's why it took me so long to even start TikTok and I was terrified just because, you know, I. I tried a couple different things before and it's like, why am I even doing this if it gets like five views? Like this is dumb. Um, but after I spent more time on the app, I was getting more inspired to just try different things. And um, I saw actually some, some content from uh, like the higher ed spaces that were basically doing dances or just standing there and like pointing. Um, actually one of my biggest inspirations <laughs> 
was, I don't know if you follow that school counselor. She's on TikTok and Instagram, but she's a school counselor in Austin, Texas. Her name's Lizette. She's very sweet and she's a huge hit. She also got a ton of followers and views in a very short amount of time, but she posts very consistently. And I found her because she was posting about things like, what's the difference between the SAT and the ACT? And she would just like point and different things would come up. I was like, that's genius. Like I could do that. I can point and like put text there. Like that's not that hard. So then I was like, okay, I can break into this. <laughs> um, and yeah, she, she just presented information in such a consumable way that made me just want to watch more of her videos and stuff like that, where it's very easy to consume. And also I felt that it was also easy to produce. I was like, this is, this is okay. I can do this. Um, so she was a huge, huge inspiration for me to get started. Um, it's yeah, for, for those of you who have not that much time in your day to even like attack TikTok, I would say, um, it's okay to start off with like, just like one a week, like one or two a day, obviously is super daunting, but like just set some time aside, set like an hour aside, maybe spend like 30 minutes looking at TikTok and then be like, okay, I'm going to use this, this audio. I'm just going to try something, set aside an hour, post it, see how it does, learn from it. And then keep going. It doesn't have to be like hours a day. Um, especially if you don't have the time for it, but just allotting one hour just to try it. Um, and the, you know, the best part about, about TikTok, it's like, you can, you don't have to have thousands of followers to go viral. You can go, that's not the best part, but you, <laughs> you can go viral by just the algorithm. It'll pick it up. It'll serve it to people on different people's pages and whether you use hashtags sometimes or not, I've seen videos with no hashtags, millions of views. It really is all about relevancy, what other people are liking and viewing and sharing. Um, and you don't have to have like a huge follower base to have success on the platform, which is really encouraging because it's not really that way on Instagram. Um, say with Instagram reels, like Instagram reels doesn't allow you to actually explore other content. It just allows you to, see video content from that creator already like you can't really it is in the explorer tab but it's like not it's not really the same type of like you can really find a ton of different content just by scrolling on tiktok so i don't know if that answers your question <laughs> yeah so anyone who's managed students knows that the concern is how do they keep how do you keep them motivated and, and keep creating so that's that's a big thing i mean you're managing a lot of students how yeah. do you how do you get them to keep producing quality content? Well, we pay them, which helps. <laughs> so our ambassador program is paid. Um, I do. Huh, so it, our our rate honestly varies. Like it's anywhere from like sixty to one hundred dollars per TikTok. And with some of the larger creators, it's like on on the hundred dollar per TikTok side. Um, but i also I personally make sure that. I schedule a FaceTime call with every person that I work with. I talk to all of these students face-to-face -face, um, and just get to know them and then they can get to know us um, and just kind of connect with them on that level. And I think that that's really important to have a real connection with people. I mean, that's really the core thing of any business at the end of the day is just you, you wanna build these connections and relationships. And um, there's people that we started working with in February that we're still working with and I think we're going to work with until they graduate. And um, you know, some students are obviously going to be more motivated than others, but I think that the, the pay does help the featuring on our platforms is like pretty cool for them. Like they get to add that to their resume and be like, Hey, like you can find my work on niches, TikTok or niches, Instagram or their blog or stuff like that. And it's like a pretty cool flex if you're, I don't know, 19 years old and you're still trying to figure things out, but there's this connection you have with a company that you used in college or in high school to find the school where, where you're currently at. So, um, but yeah, some, sometimes, and you have to be understanding too, like these students are going through so much stuff, like especially with this year, I really try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt if things aren't getting done on time, just like, it's okay. So that's where I pick up the slack <laughs> and post my own TikToks. <laughs> yeah. So uh, is there any resource to help you keep up with all the trends or do you just have to be on there and active? Um, I, the best way is just be on there and active. Um, you can also follow some, like I get some newsletters and stuff like that, but it's, 
nothing is better than the actual just being being online um yeah some newsletters i get are from uh later later.com they have a pretty good pretty good newsletter and blog to help you stand top, stand top of trends i also like four f-o-h-r um yeah just off the top of my head and hootsuite sometimes has good content as well do you have any recommendations for creating some of these videos that are more complicated and need to be created outside the app? For more creative videos. Um, yeah. do you, things like with transitions or stuff like that or just Yeah, I think, I think that's what they're going for is what outside software is useful. It's a great question. Um, I, I personally don't know about video software at all. I wish I did. I know that people use like Premiere Pro or stuff like that. Um, yeah, there's like there's different apps where you can put different fonts on top of your videos, which is pretty cool. But a lot of students just work directly in, I think it's called Premiere Pro. Um, for the actual transitions and everything, I like when I've tried that, I just do it all in app, and that's the nice thing about TikTok. A lot of there's a lot of functionality within the app itself. Um, so there's actually a lot of tutorials on TikTok as well. If you just search the hashtag. Um, transition tutorial you can get a ton of videos that'll show you step-by-step step how to do something that looks really cool and hard but it actually when you break it down it's not it's not too bad it does take practice uh, I'm really bad at transitions but um, it's definitely it's definitely really cool to see how people get really creative all within this app um, especially when it comes to things like transitions that look really really complicated but yeah, outside software, honestly, I don't use anything when I make TikToks besides the actual TikTok app. So I'm not the best person to ask that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, that also shows the, the power of the app and how much you can do in it. Right. Uh, some people may think that it had to have been created outside, but right. do a lot of it. It's true. Yeah, there's actually, there's a lot of effects. If you go through like the effects um, screen and just flip through and there's so many different things that you can do on there and a lot of those end up trending so you can use that those effects as well um, if you want to hop on top of a, a trend <laughs> uh, do you recommend or, or have you tried I guess more would you think that schools should use a single host hey this is the person you'll see every time or should they change it up pretty frequently that's a good question and that's something that I really grappled with when I started this because I didn't necessarily want to be like the face of niches TikTok or Instagram or anything like that so um, I think if you ask my boss, he'll say, find someone who can be the face because he thinks it's worked well for us. Um, but I honestly, I think that the more diversity you can include and by featuring many different people and different voices and perspectives and et cetera, like that just, there's, there's nothing you can lose by that. But if you do want to have one point person that shows up consistently, I do think there's something to be said with having people get familiar with it. I wonder sometimes if like the algorithm also shows that person's face more often as well um, because it's just more familiar to other users and it gets, I don't know, more traction that way. So I would say play around with it. We're still playing around with it right now. I, I pretty much am the point person, but I have incorporated other students onto the platform. Um, so yeah. Keep trying things. <laughs> uh, any recommendations on uploading videos with original audio versus using the audio in TikTok? You always want to use the audio in TikTok at least. If you, unless you are just like talking to the camera or something where it doesn't require you to like have like music, but they're really strict about their music rules. So um, what you can do, this is like a little hack if you want to have um, students submit videos to you that they've created so if you don't want their little logo on the thing you know when you download it the logo automatically is downloaded with the video what you can do is have students screen record when they're about to post their TikTok you can go into the preview so it's like the page where you're selecting your your cover photo um, extra effects whatever you can go to the preview click that have them screen record that and then send, have them send that to you and then have them send the audio that they used. And then you're going to search the audio that they used in the sounds um, section, save that audio to your favorites, upload the video, um, and then you're going to put that audio on top. And then you can go into sounds, decrease the volume of the original sound all the way down and then put the 
TikTok added sound on top, so that way you don't get in trouble for your music and then it doesn't get taken down. Um, that sounds like a lot more complicated of a process than it is, but it's the best way, I think, to have students submit content without that logo on it, um, and it's worked well for us. There might be a quality thing, like it might have not as good of quality, but um, yeah, it's either that or like share your password, which I don't recommend doing. <laughs> But yeah. Probably good advice in general. Right. Um, <laughs> so, so related to that, um, some of the trends with the dances, the songs, the theme doesn't really pair well with with colleges, or they have language that doesn't really fit with what the college wants to have right. out there. Uh, you know, is there is there a line that you think the schools should say, yeah, we're we don't want to cross that. We want to stay. We want to stay with something that fits with our brand. Yeah, that's a good question. There's, it's such a hard thing to find audio that's clean on TikTok. So much of it um, is just not, and that's definitely something that we've struggled with because I, I don't think that the niche voice is necessarily dirty by any means, and I really do want to keep things as PG as possible. So, um, I think though that it is an opportunity for some schools to, if you wanted to show like some more personality to maybe incorporate some. I, I don't think that like there's certain songs that everyone should just probably avoid if you're in higher ed, but um, again, like I think accounts like US Open do a really good job of taking that type of audio and then making it their own and making it funny and putting their own spin on it. And um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a challenge to find the right audio and honestly if, if something in your gut tells you like hmm should I use this then you probably shouldn't um, I have there if you if you do find a song that you really like and there's like one or two curse words are in it like what I've done is you can search that that name of the song and then search clean and then usually there will be a clean version of that song out there that you can just save to your favorites um, because there's many other people with this issue <laughs> Yeah, we're not we're not the only ones in education. No. <laughs> uh, you know, some of the some of the concerns surrounding it and some of the rhetoric surrounding TikTok. Do you have any gut feeling, you know, putting putting on your uh, crystal ball here, any gut feeling about how reels might take off? Um yeah, I don't I just don't find reels being as sticky as, as TikTok is. Um what reels kind of feels like to me is kind of just the same exact content but people are reposting it and it's not, I don't, the beauty of, of TikTok is that you can, like I said, just like, just by scrolling, find really new and relevant information and it doesn't have to be from big creators. Um, but Reels, I think, caters more to creators who are already big. And so if you're like a smaller account, it just, it, I don't think it really benefits you that much. Like I, I would recommend still getting into it, but my gut feeling is that Reels is just, not as exciting and kind of boring honestly like I don't I don't I don't love it right now but maybe that's because I have just spent so much time on TikTok that that's just how I feel but um my gut feeling with TikTok is that I don't think it'll go away um I think it's just obviously I don't know Facebook's been in hot water before I think every social media company ends up in hot water this time feels a little different just because the president is personally going after TikTok but uh, I think that's also just a distraction tool. So I don't think it'll go anywhere. And if it does, um, there will be something else to to replace it. And uh, we'll just have to stay on top of that and make yeah. it also. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so talking about Instagram, you mentioned uh, cross-posting there. Uh, have you seen any benefits of, of posting the TikTok content on Instagram? Yeah. So I think it's a great way for people to know that you are also on TikTok and kind of funnel your followers from Instagram onto TikTok and people respond really well to the videos that we do repost on Instagram because a lot of people on our Instagram don't have TikTok and that will happen but um, it's a way to to share your profile to share information that you couldn't necessarily do on Instagram before real so these like 15 second videos of like best colleges by state um, people have responded really well to and um, by posting them on your feed by them saving it, they, they can come back to that content again and again. So, um, where, whereas, yeah, on TikTok, you, you can download videos, but you can't really like, I don't know, it's a little, little bit different. Um, so yeah, Instagram 
it's been it's been interesting actually like a lot of people are super stoked that we have been on TikTok and they're like oh I didn't know niche had a TikTok like this is great like I love this app and I'm like really <laughs> but um yeah just uh it's cool to, to see how people find us too I mean a lot of our ambassadors now actually have reached out to our marketing email just because they they found us on TikTok and then like either DM'd us on Instagram or emailed us or something like that so the more that you can put your name out there I think the better the only it can only be good for you if you're posting good content. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing. You don't want to you don't want to push them towards bad content. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, some of the some of the posts lean a little more towards talking, and and mm -hmm. you have the dancing ones with the text overlays. Have you seen similar impact? Can can a just plain talking post have that same impact? Um, in, in my experience, no, like the talking posts don't do as well in our profile for some reason, but it could be, um, it could vary just from even like the time that I posted it that day. I, it really, I'm still trying to figure out like the, the magic sauce behind TikTok too. So, um, I know some accounts that are only talking into the camera and they do super well. So for whatever reason, the algorithm just favors when we dance. <laughs> so that's why we stick with it. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, everything has a time cost. You, mm -hmm. you, you know, if you if you do one thing, you have to take time away from something else. Uh, right. You know, I've said in the past that you can't keep adding streams without draining the river. <laughs> what, what would you re recommend someone, they've got this portfolio of profiles they're trying to maintain. If they're going to add TikTok, what would you say right now they should probably stop doing? Ooh, um, that's a good question. Without seeing their analytics, so this would be... <laughs> yeah, no, this is good. <laughs> um, well, I mean, gosh, this is tough. I, I don't really personally touch Twitter, so if you're on Twitter, I know that Twitter probably is a thing more so for higher ed, um, but not for niche. I just at least on our account that we're using right now so I personally have stopped doing anything with Twitter I also don't do much with Facebook um, because yeah we're just trying to shift away from reposting content on there and just using Facebook groups instead and having someone else run Facebook groups um, on our behalf so yeah I think Honestly, because I focused more on TikTok, it has taken away from my bucket of time that I've used, you, you know, that I used to a lot to Instagram, um, which is fine because I don't think that. I, I think as long as you stay relatively consistent on Instagram, it's it's not the end of the world. Um, I post like once a day now on Instagram. I post a couple stories, and yeah, it does feel like we've plateaued a little bit there. So we're trying to figure out ways to not <laughs> do that but yeah um, I would say it also varies too just based on your based on your audience and who you're trying to go after so yeah Good question <laughs> yeah. Uh, just to confirm something you had mentioned earlier you can upload photos and video from your camera roll onto TikTok right yes yeah uh, what tips do you have for maybe someone who's at the high school level who wants to engage their current students uh, anything there that, that you might recommend that could engage them and, and feel authentic? So if you're like a high school um, like guidance counselor or something like that? Uh, they don't specifically say, but but okay. yeah, either a guidance counselor or at a private school, you might be in missions at at a private school. Got it. Um, yeah, so, so that school counselor that I mentioned earlier, her account, Lizette does a really good job of um, connecting with students, uh, not just at her school, but literally all across the country, which is great. She posts a lot of relevant information for high school students, um, stats from different schools, what test optional really means, what test optional schools are, have, um, what schools are going test optional now. Um, just trying to post content that's relevant for people in high school and that's what we're trying to do as well like stuff about what is the common app and how to start that or tips for starting it and um, how to even start your college search tips for admissions essays uh stuff like that listening to what your students ask you and then like a lot of questions that we get whether it's in our dms or um in our comments if it's something like hey what would you recommend for 
this and it's usually coming from a person in high school and I write it down and I'm like okay I'll make it into a TikTok video later <laughs> something like that um, really any question that you get asked or any type of even like blog content you can usually usually condense it into 15 seconds and make it bite-sized and approachable for students to consume so um, yeah the I mean if there's like certain things you wanted to showcase about your high school too that I think that'd be really fun um, so something that's like maybe a really cool tradition um, that you know that you'd like to draw attention to is like stuff like that could easily go viral because it shows that the school cares about the students or something like that you just have to figure out what it is that you would like to show off and then yeah lean into that oh this one I like. Is there a resource out there that can help someone in their 40s get started posting on TikTok? A resource, like uh, they, uh, they specifically said a WikiHow, but a WikiHow. <laughs> but anything. Uh, I mean, it could be. It probably is. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, this. Yeah, like you can do many Google searches for stuff like this and to learn the ins and outs. But the, honestly, the best way for me was just to like start playing in the app. Um, but there are a couple things I'm sure with like a basic, uh, TikTok for starters or TikTok for beginners. There's like tons of YouTube content out there about that now too, um, that walks you through it step by step. So that way you can like have your phone with you and like be going through what they say, which is helpful. Um, but best, the best, uh, best teacher is always, ex always experience. <laughs> yep. You try, you fail and you learn from it. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> always. Lots of failures. <laughs> Is there any, uh, any software you're aware of that will help you schedule posts for the future? For TikTok? Not that I know yeah. of. Yeah, that's a great question. I Well, I mean, what you can do is you can film. So I actually do this. You can film your TikToks in advance. So I have like a bunch of things in my drafts right now. Um, and you can add text to it, whatever, like save it. Be careful when you're <laughs> editing them because it's really easy to press cancel instead of save for whatever reason that's a terrible terrible thing on tiktok also you can't edit your captions after you post which is the worst but it's fine um <laughs> no one's uh, ever made a typo though so no, never <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it wow what was the question again i totally forgot yeah, so so anything for scheduling in advance oh, right, right right so you can have it saved in your drafts and then like pull it up whenever and just press post which is Still, it still involves you going into the app. Unfortunately, you can't just like hands off completely, but um, maybe things like later at Hootsuite later will have it. I don't know. Hopefully. Yeah, we'll if they have an API for it. Right. Um, <laughs> could you repeat the uh, the resources you use to keep on track of trends? Uh, there was a, a couple, couple things you mentioned. Sure, so um, actually scrolling through the app itself and then things like later.com, that's a, it's a scheduling software that a lot of people use for scheduling out their Instagram posts, but they also have a great blog and a newsletter that I get uh, that always has like trends and what you need to know, not, not just about TikTok, but also social media in general. Um, and lots of really good ideas there. I also look at the Hootsuite blog sometimes and um, I get the newsletter from Four F O H R. And if you ever listen to um, the, I think it's a webinar with drink it's called a drink with james and he's the ceo for and he just brings different people on um, different influencers or people in social media and talking through trends and it's a really really great webinar so i definitely recommend that yeah great advice uh what type of content have you seen work really well i mean we've got several videos over a hundred thousand you've got one over half a million yeah. what what's <laughs> clicking on those have you seen it's always the rankings. It's always things that are like the best colleges in each state, the best colleges for business, the best da da da, the hardest colleges to get into. It's like stuff like that. It's like, ooh, like what is the best college in my state? Or what, like, I want to see if, like, why is MIT better than Harvard? Like, I want to fight about it. Like, stuff like that that I feel like, if anything's a little bit controversial. <laughs> Um, anytime there's like a rankings list, I think that does really well because people will always have opinions. People want to share that and be like, hey, look, your school made this thing or um, like the five reasons you should do this. It's like, okay, like what are the five reasons? I mean, that's why certain blog posts do well too. It's like the listicle style um, has worked really, really well for us. So 
um, yeah, now we just are trying to continue that, but with different things. Like now, I think we're doing best colleges for music next, and best colleges for education for an education major. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that type of content does much better than stuff where we're trying to actually help students, <laughs> like <laughs> advice <laughs> for whatever reason. Hmm. But it can vary for everyone. Yeah. Have you seen anyone who's had success taking the trends that work well on TikTok and using them on Instagram or Facebook or other places just because they don't have the bandwidth to manage another channel? What was that? If you, the first part? Yeah, if you don't have the bandwidth to manage another channel, have you seen those trends work well in other networks? Yeah, so I think a lot of trends that get uh, carried over from TikTok, like I've seen things like the, like the, the wipe it down or like the light switch one flip the switch like that also made it over to Instagram, which you can use to your advantage too. Like you can post it on your story or you can just make your own video and post it to Instagram or something like that. Um, Yeah. Those types of trends are pretty easy to carry over if you wanted to jump on top of that and not necessarily use TikTok, but you're still using a trend that people know about because it has been on other platforms. Uh, When you're working with the students, they're creating content. Do they post that directly and have access, or do they send it to you first? Um, they'll send it to me, and then that way I can kind of, uh, if there's like a typo or anything, I can have them redo it, and uh, I, can have, I can have control over the caption and stuff like that. Um, yeah, the, yeah it, it, it depends for some students. Like They either have it all done in their software editing app that they use, or they do the screen record thing. So yeah, it just depends. <laughs> Uh, so right now, a university that this person works at is only posting once a week on their channels. Mm-hmm. Uh, should they be creating more videos more often throughout the week? Um, honestly, it, it can't hurt because videos are so interactive and engaging, and people tend to engage more with those than any other thing, like photos. or It's just it's a really great way to capture people's attention if you – if you have things that you want to showcase, then I think that's such a great way to to do it. Um, but don't like, you know, stress yourself out with wanting to post like every single day. It, things take time, and it it takes like Rome wasn't built in a day. Like I, it just it'll take time. Um, I think quality is definitely the most important for sure. You want to make sure that you are posting consistently. But like I said, people won't want to tune in if it's if you're posting like something half-assed like every every day so but more video content is always always the way to go <laughs> yeah uh could you repeat those schools that you mentioned earlier that were good i know they were they said iu lsu what were the others yeah. in there yeah lsu i think is the best one um rit is a good account um iu bloomington and rit or, or not RIT, uh university of florida so there there are probably others out there but those are just ones that i've seen that I okay. liked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last question here, unless we have another one roll in. What <laughs> kind of engagement are you seeing from students? How are they interacting? Oh, well, oh man. So when we post the rankings videos, we get tons of comments that are like, uh, either you're wrong or this is da da da, or like, hey, I go to that school, represent, or it's all across the board. Um, so the ranking videos are so funny because students get really heated about those, uh, but it's still engagement. So I love it. And it's also a chance for me to like engage and be like, here's actually how we calculated our rankings <laughs> or stuff like that. And then um, students commenting on, you know, can you do this next? Or can I, this is super helpful. Thank you. And like, it honestly has increased our messages that we get. Um, and even our comments on the videos that we post, people are saying like, oh, like this is super helpful. Like, thank you so much. Like I've saved these videos and I, I constantly watch them. And I'm so like, I appreciate, appreciate what you guys are doing. Like stuff like that. That's like, oh, like this is all worth it. And then not just like, you know, spending an hour learning a dance for nothing. <laughs> but students have reacted really, really positively to it. And our engagement has only increased because of it. Um, and yeah, both on TikTok and Instagram. So yeah, nothing but nothing but good things so far. <laughs> good. Uh, one other one here. Uh, I'm not sure if something you have the data for. So the videos that are 
upload with the TikTok watermark? Are you mm. seeing those tend to perform worse than the ones without it? So is there some thing with the algorithm that favors videos that are not re-uploaded? So I actually just, it was, I don't know if it's an algorithm thing. I haven't actually tried posting um, with a watermark on it onto our page. I actually will have to try that, I think, this week. But um, I just didn't like the way that it looked. I thought it looked messy, and I just like things to look clean and nice. So um, I don't know. I've seen some accounts that have reposted with the watermark, and the videos have done fine. So it's just like a personal thing for me. Like I always wanted to say just niche social on it and not like Chris Miller niche social like muddled up in there, you know? So, but we'll see how it goes when I post one like that this week. Um, but it was really just like a, a preference thing for me and wanting it to look clean. <laughs> yeah. uh, and one more came in. Is there any, anything you've seen with sort of the optimal number of hashtags? Um, I don't use more than like three or four, honestly. It's not, TikTok's a place where you don't, like, you only have so much space in your caption anyway, but um, it's not really like, like hashtags are important, but really not as important as other platforms, I feel like, at least in my opinion, just because the algorithm is so good at just picking up things that are relevant and serving them to the right people. Mm -hmm. It works really well. So Things like, I mean, I always hashtag the same things. I hashtag you belong, college search, college. Those are like always up there. You can put hashtags that are trending. Like you can see those when you are posting things like, gosh, I don't even know what's trending right now off the top of my head. As long as it's relevant, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, it doesn't even, like I've seen people post hashtags that don't even have to be relevant to the video necessarily, but they're just trending hashtags and it will help your video get more views because it's a trending hashtag. Um, so I would just try out a couple different things, but I would say like no more than like five hashtags usually. But I could yeah, be wrong. So it's not, it's not the Instagram hashtag spam you'll see where they have. Oh yeah, not like that at all. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, this is great. Uh, thank you so much, Chelsea. Uh, appreciate yeah, the cool. time here. Thank you everyone that, that attended. We had some great engagement here. Mm -hmm.